0: We've got to retrain our mind so that instead of seeking confirmation, we're going out there seeking novelty, exploration, discovery. We're actively seeking disconfirming information. We're actively challenging what we believe.
1: Flipping the calendar has become a cliché for new goals, resolutions, intentions, and self-improvement, but in 2021, the desire to change or cope with change has taken on added meaning amid the coronavirus pandemic and major disruption to our lives. Ed Hess at the University of Virginia Darden School of Business is an expert in high individual and organizational performance. His latest book, Hyper Learning, offers practical pathways to develop, as he says, a new way of being for individual success and a new way of working for business success. In a world where change from the outside is constant and many of us desire change from within, Ed's here to share how we can simply be better at changing. I'm Sean Carr and welcome to Darden Ideas to Action. Ed, thank you very much for making time to speak with us today, virtually of course, on the socially distant version of Darden Ideas to Action podcast. So great to have you with us.
0: Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Looking forward to our conversation.
1: It's the new year. It's a transition time. There's a lot changing. And it's often a time when people start thinking about renewing commitments. And you have written a book about hyperlearning. Can you tell us what hyperlearning is?
0: Yeah. Hyperlearning is continuous, high quality learning. Unlearning and relearning, in order to adapt to the speed of change. Well,
1: let's unpack that a little bit. What does you mean by a uh, speed of change?
0: I think everybody listening understands that we're entering and really have entered a, a different era, the digital age. Technology is going to completely transform how we work, how we live, and who's going to work. And really over the next decade, somewhere between 25 and 47% of jobs in the United States are going to be automated. The new norm is going to be changed. The new norm is going to be adaptation. The new norm is is that the shelf life of what we think we know is going to be very short. And people are going to have work in the digital age if they can excel at doing what the technology can't do well. So the key hyperlearning is all about How do i learn at the speed of change so that i can continuously adapt and be able to add value in my job so that i can have meaningful work and a meaningful life
1: it sounds like i have to learn a lot faster and a lot more
0: than perhaps i ever did before is that what you mean yes that's right you should realize that wait a minute what got me here may not get me there Hmm. all right therefore How can I basically improve my ability to learn faster? What the digital age, because of the speed of change, is going to require that we got to rewire ourselves. We got to retrain our mind so that instead of seeking confirmation, we're going out there seeking novelty, exploration, discovery. We're actively seeking disconfirming information. We're actively challenging what we believe. We've really been trained and educated to be well-ordered human thinking machines. And what we have to be able to do is understand we can't be thinking human machines, following routines, relying on the past, because the past is no longer going to be a predictor of the near term.
1: How do we begin to do that? Give us an example or two of what that might mean in practice.
0: What it means in practice is, is, that we have to take ownership of ourselves and our inner world. We've basically got to learn how to manage our ego, manage our mind, and manage our emotions. We've got to redefine what makes us feel good about ourselves. And what makes us feel good about ourselves is the ability to constantly learn and challenge what we're doing. And that requires us to quiet our ego, to have a quiet mind, to have a calm body, and to basically be in a positive emotional state. You've got to develop a mindset which basically says everything's going to be constantly changing. Impermanence is key. And I need to redefine myself. I'm no longer defined by what I know or how much I know. I'm defined by the quality of my thinking, listening, relating, and collaborating. My stories of the world are not reality. They're only my stories of how my world works and I've got to be open to other stories. I'm not my ideas. I must decouple my ideas from my ego so that I can basically be willing to listen to others. There's gonna be a new way of being and there's gonna be a new way of working which has to be created, which enables human beings to act this way.
1: I think you're saying something really quite profound. Which is really asking people to change the narrative they have about themselves and their
0: place in the world and about the world in general. You're spot on. And that is a big deal because we haven't been trained and taught how to do that. It's a huge behavioral change process, which I will tell you since I've been on the journey for some time and I'll be on the journey to the rest of my life. And most people who are good at this, and I'm not saying I'm good, but most people who are good at this, and there are people, will say that this is a lifelong journey. This is what lifelong learning is all about. This is part of it. Yes, you'll learn to do new things, and you'll learn about new things, but the lifelong journey is also going to be excelling at your personal ability to learn at your highest levels and at your most diverse levels. Can organizations cultivate that, if so, how? The answer is yes, they can cultivate it. You can look at Pixar Animated Studios, you can look at Google, can look at W.L. Gore as examples. And there are companies that are basically engaged in huge internal transformation processes to move closer to what we're talking about. I have an organization I work with. It's a global organization, a big organization. Any meeting over 20 minutes is going to be a five-minute mindfulness meditation at the beginning. And then they have a checklist they go through. If it's a collaboration meeting, they go through basically their rules of engagement. How do we want to behave in this meeting to optimize our collaborative efforts? How do we agree to behave together? And people basically grade each other, give each other feedback and how can we help each other and give each other feedback? And so it gets very, very granular. And so the answer is yes, it is doable. The results amazing. And that's the words that people use. The results are transformational. It, the workplace has changed. It's a new way of being at work, a new way of working that's designed to be much more humanistic and much more emotionally and psychologically based than just efficiency and linearity, it's to prepare us for a world of nonlinearity.
1: We're nearing a year of being in a global pandemic, and if we've seen nothing else, we've seen that people are adaptable, particularly when it comes to work.
0: Most companies that I work with say to me, Ed, our people have been able to adapt much better than we expected. The performance has not gone down. In fact, in many ways, the performance has gone up. I think what we've been through is an enabler, which should give people confidence. I can go even to higher levels of learning, which are hyper learning. I can learn how to think differently than the technology What I'm sensing out there from firms that have done a pretty good job of adapting to this is it will enable hyper learning. It will make it easier because people will have more confidence because of what they have gone through.
1: As we sit here at the beginning of 2021, we are all aware of digital transformation occurring all around us. Do you look at the world as a techno optimist or a techno pessimist?
0: The technologies can be used for good, and the technologies can be used for evil. So it depends on how the technologies are used by the companies that control the technologies. We're in the midst of this now with social media and everything. It's clear that the technologies can hack our thinking and hack our emotions. It's clear that certain companies are doing that. So that's not good. Technologies if properly managed, can be a huge positive from a societal viewpoint. If technology is used for humanistic purposes, technology will be an aid because we will have more knowledge and we will be able to manage ourselves better. So as the technology advances, we have to continue to advance. We have to continually adapt and take our game to higher levels
1: well that's an inspiring note actually for us to conclude and i'm so pleased to have had the opportunity to talk to you
0: about this i appreciate your sharing the ideas about hyperlearning thank you for your interest in my work and thank you for the great conversation and very very thoughtful questions all the best
1: i'm sean carr and that's it for today's episode of darden ideas to action ed hess is a professor and batten executive in residence at the university of virginia darden school of business he is the author of 13 books, over 120 practitioner articles, and over 60 cases dealing with growth, innovation, and learning cultures, systems, and processes. Join us next time for more research, analysis, and commentary from the University of Virginia Darden School of Business. You can subscribe to Ideas to Action on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbeam. To read more expert insights on this topic and more, visit ideas.darden.virginia.edu.